Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Genuine Chit Chat. This week, I'm once again joined by Shaldo, the UK rapper. Now, if you didn't tune in last week, I highly recommend you go back and check it out because part one was an incredibly motivational and inspiring chat from, I'd say, one of the most hardworking musical artists in the UK, especially one who's independent and has their own label and does everything themselves. So, you know, go check that out, hear about sort of some of the lyrical meanings, how he got about doing what he's been doing, his fire in the booth, um, some of the collaborations he's doing, some of his trips around the world, the manga that he's released. Yeah, he's, he's done loads of stuff. So be sure to go check out part one it's incredible but this part is a bit more sort of a nerdy chat that i just i just want to chat to shadow about sort of dragon ball z and anime and stuff because uh, some of his lyrics do go on about you know anime and things including his song kaokan which i refer to in at the very start of this i mention it the video of it is incredible for any dragon ball fans i really recommend you check it out um so you know this is a bit more of a nerdy chat a lot more casual and it was a loads of fun I won't ramble on too much, but just for a little bit more detail on this one, um, we primarily we speak about, as I said, the Kaoken video, um, as well as its link to Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super. We then talk about sort of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Super, the sort of movies and that sort of thing. Um, and then also we talk about live action animes, uh, so you know the Dragon Ball Evolution movie, I think Attack on Titan had one recently, those sorts of things. We talk about our uh, disdain for that. We then talk about some of the other animes that myself and Shadow like, like um, you know Fairy Tale, One Piece, Full Metal Alchemist, uh, that sort of thing. Um, we talk about the upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog movie and what an abomination Sonic looks like. We talk about Detective Pikachu. Um, we then talk about Super Smash Bros. for ages because any fans of the show know I love Super Smash Bros. Uh, we talk about other sort of video games and other motivational things. Uh, and then we finish off the chat by talking about DIY Gang, which is Shadow's own company. So if all those sort of things sound like appealing to you, as I said, it's a bit more of a nerdier one. I almost did it, didn't do it as a part two. I thought about doing it as a standalone episode as I have occasionally in the past when it's a part two, and a part one and part two of the chat. But I just thought, you know, anyone who listens to this chat, I, I really recommend, even if you're not necessarily that fast on rap music, go check out part one. It's just very interesting hearing uh, an independent artist talking about creating this sort of music and the journey they've been on. So, you know, go check out part one. And, you know, after this podcast, make sure to go out and give Shaldo some love. Before the chat gets started, there'll be a quick promo for Ignite the Flame Audio. Now, if you have listened to part one, which I hope you have, um, you will have heard this promo before anyway, um, so you can skip it, I guess. But I really recommend you don't because it's you know it's a very good friend of mine, Wayne Telford. He's been a guest on the show before. He's an incredibly talented individual. He's a paleontologist. He's an author, and he's just an awesome guy. So he's got a new podcast. I kind of helped him sort of get off the ground a little bit, you know, work out the ins and outs, what you need to do with uh, this, that, and the other. You know, I'm not going to go into detail because anyone who is listening who doesn't actually make a podcast is not interested. But you know, it's it's really really good, and I, I everyone should go check him out. You know, he's uh, released his whole first book that he you know he wrote a book and then recorded and released it essentially for free. So you know. Be be sure to go check that out there's a link to that in the description so that's it for me at the start guys um i'll let the chat and the promo continue in a moment but um i'll be back at the end just to give a bit more information of what's to come uh and some other rambly on bits if any regular listeners of the show will know the start of this i try and keep a little bit more quick and a little bit more sort of to the point and things and i do edit it but the, in the middle of the chat i cut out ums and butts and occasional coughing and things like that little things but at the end i normally just click record and then ramble on for anywhere between three and ten minutes so be sure to uh, wait around for that if you're interested but um anyway i hope you guys enjoyed this chat and make sure you go and give Shadow all your love. Dear listeners, welcome to Ignite the Flame Audio, a book series made up from our own creative works, broadcast with the hope of bringing people together one word at a time. Seasons ranging in genre from thriller to horror, romance to action, and much, much more. Each episode, a chapter is read and characters voiced by myself, along with extras like the origin of ideas and tips of the trade to aid those aspiring to follow the same authorial path. If you enjoy listening to more than just an audiobook, then this series is right up your alley. Find us on social media and the usual podcast places. Follow me, Wayne Telford, into the depths of your imagination. Welcome to Genuine Chit Chat, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. And I'm your host, Mike Burton. Speaking of music videos, I want to bring up your um, your Kaoken video because I thought it was absolutely fantastic, and I was watching it. And one thing I appreciated the most about it was it's only, it's only subtle when nerds, only nerds of Dragon Ball Z, are really going to appreciate it. But you wearing the um, the Afro uh, wig, just the standard black. You know, uh, any Dragon Ball Z fans will know the the hair color of uh, pr- pretty much all the Saiyans right 
bar a couple are black and then they go super saiyan and it goes yellow and your hair goes yellow yeah. and then your hair goes blue and that's yeah. the bit that i just i was like yes he gets it like it was yeah. like what do they call it now it, it's i think it's super saiyan god super saiyan but they changed it now to super saiyan blue i think Super Saiyan Blue, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was watching Super at the time, so I couldn't I couldn't really not include that. I did debate doing Super Saiyan 3, but I'm true to I'm true to form. If I was gonna do Super Saiyan 3, it would need to be um long blonde dreads, and I would have needed to shave my eyebrows in order to pull it off <laughs> because um anyone who knows Super Saiyan 3 knows that you don't have eyebrows in that one. And I just was not willing to shave off my eyebrows. <laughs> that's brilliant I, i've always wondered like if if raditz ever went super saiyan 3 like what would happen like would his hair then revert back to like his all is super saiyan 1 and super saiyan 2 he'd have almost like super saiyan 3 hair and then if he's super saiyan 3 hair would he then get super saiyan 1 hair or would he have just like twice the amount of hair you know well actually we we kind of know what raditz would look like as a super saiyan because um gohan went um went partially super saiyan in the in the hyperbolic time chamber uh when he was training with goku and he had long raditz style hair that's a good point and all that happened was that the hair kind of spiked up a bit and went yellow but it, it retained the length mm. and then super saiyan 2 it goes extremely spiky and you get the electricity and in super saiyan 3 i think it would probably stay the same length but just look a particular way Mm. yeah i mean i've always been interested like with um this is going to go to a deep dragon Ball Z talk now because i've been thinking about it while chatting with you i just like i need to talk to someone else about dragon Ball Z for a bit one of the things with dragon Ball Z is well i love it first of all um but i want to know gt obviously finished and you got super saiyan 4 in that but i like a lot of the fan art you see of like i think you've seen fan arts up to like super saiyan 9 and all that sort of craziness and like, oh gosh, yeah. Oh, yeah some of them are like terrible to be honest with you but some of them are absolutely fantastic but with dragon Ball super for example Obviously, they've kind of. How is this working in canon? Because you know more about it than I do. Because it's like I've seen, I've seen all of Dragon Ball, uh, all of Z, um, and Kai, and most of GT. And I think we can both agree that GT isn't very good. Uh, in well, yeah. it's got its moments. But with Super, that's I've seen. I haven't seen the series of Super, but I've seen Resurrection F the movie. I've seen Battle of Gods movie. Um, and I think that the isn't Super essentially expa- extended versions of the movies and then some. Is is that am I right in thinking that? Um, Super, well, the thing is they kind of cheated with Super because Resurrection F was a standalone movie and normally how they do it is the movie is a, a thing in and of itself and then you get completely new content in the series but in, in Dragon Ball Super they pretty much just rehashed the movie there was some slight detail changes but largely it followed the same thing so for most people who had seen both Resurrection F and Battle of the Gods um, there was a lot of there was no new content for a very, very long time. You were literally just watching through the movies in episodic form. Uh, so that was, it was a bit frustrating and a bit, and pretty boring. Mm. But then after that, it, I want to say it gets better. It doesn't until the, on, until the um, universe survivor lock. There's a whole lot of nonsense. I, a, a lot of people talk about the um, Goku black saga and say, that's good. But I feel I could have written it better. And, and the only way I can explain it is if you've seen it. And I don't think you have seen it. No, I haven't seen Super because I, I wanted to watch it. Well, I heard about it and I got really excited. And then I saw the Resurrection F and Battle of Gods. And then someone on my Facebook is a friend of mine. He was like, oh, I'm, I'm really disappointed with Super. It's just the movies, but in a series, in episodic form. And so I yeah. didn't watch it. And then it, it's still going. And that, obviously that was quite a few, that was a few years ago now. I think Battle of Gods yeah. came out. But you saying it's worth no, the, it? The universe, universe survival arc is good, but um, the Goku Black Saga. To to summarize it, basically, there's an evil Goku in another timeline, and Goku and Vegeta have to go and fight him. And he's he's actually in the timeline that Future Trunks comes from. So they bring back Future Trunks. They also bring back Vegito for a little bit as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's it's cool, but the writing of it is really bad. And I could have fixed it very easily if they would like to give me a paycheck by um, making the evil Goku Goten because they they do absolutely nothing with Goten. It's very, very frustrating, but I would have written it in a way that it would be what would happen to Goten without Goku's influence. Mm, that's so it's the world where it's the, it's set in the world where Goku dies from the heart. Um, oh, in the Cell Saga or Android Saga. Yeah, yeah. So that's Trunks', Trunks dystopian future. So I would have had it where Goten had grown up without Goku, realized all of this power and and been corrupted by it. And then Goku and Vegeta would have had to come to that timeline. Goku would be fighting his grown-up son 
and really struggling with how to deal with it, how to, you know, am I going to have to kill my own son because he's too far gone? That sort of, the, the problem, I can summarize the problem with, with Super as opposed to Dragon Ball Z in that there are no stakes. You know, everybody's so flipping powerful. Power levels mean nothing. Um, you can go Super Saiyan Blue and then Android 17 turns up and goes toe-to-toe with Super Saiyan Blue Goku. And none of it makes any sense at all. You have no no sense of who's strong and who's not strong, how powerful somebody is in relation to them. So you don't really get an idea as to how much work and effort needs to be put in in order to overcome this new obstacle. And realistically, there are no stakes. In Dragon Ball Z, there was the threat of death. Of course, yeah, you could um, wish them back on the Dragon Balls, but there was a threat that you could be absolutely steamrolled by somebody like Nappa and be powerless against them. And now it's like Goku, Vegeta, but it's really the Goku show. Hmm. You know, if Goku's not there, then you're just going to get beaten up for a while until Goku turns up and deals with it. And none of the other characters really have any significance anymore. So I just find it very badly written, to be honest. Hmm, I see. And is um, the thing is with Super as well, is it... (laughs) To your knowledge, is it set and still is it still canon with is GT canon with Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super? That's a good question. Um, I don't think it is. I think I think Super kind of took it back. Mm. GT was because GT wasn't really written by Akira Toriyama. Oh, really? Whereas, yeah, where Super was. Okay, that does so, explain yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I was going to say because GT was before Super. Mm. And so much has happened in Super and you've got Super Saiyan Blue and everything like that. So technically GT doesn't really exist just because it can't in the timeline. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, when I, because I've I've been a massive fan of um, the anime um, since I was a kid. I used to always watch them. But then what really um, hooked me when I wasn't watching the anime um, was the games, you know, uh, Budokai and Budokai Tenkaichi. Rage and Blast was pretty good, but it was nowhere near as good as Tenkaichi, especially because they cut the characters down. Um, But I I love those games. They made me love the characters even more. And, you know, being, you know, Super Saiyan 4 Goku with 10 times Kamehameha was amazing. And, you know, uh, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta would just slaughter everyone. And it was was already cool. And then when I saw um, Battle of Gods, and more importantly, Resurrection F, and I saw, you know, Freezer comes back, and I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then he becomes really strong. And then they absolutely wipe the floor with him with um, Super Saiyan Blue. And I was like... Yeah. Is so, and I was thinking in my head, I was like, right, so does Goku can he be Super Saiyan Blue in GT, or have they retconned that? Or because, like, Super Saiyan Blue, because it's obviously to do with Super Saiyan God, you would assume that it's more powerful than Super Saiyan 4, which is just like the Ataru ape sort of manifestation. So it's like, where do you think they, I mean, they may end up redoing GT. I mean, part of me wants to, they might do, I hope they don't because it's flipping boring. But yeah, I, I think Super Saiyan Blue is more powerful than Super Saiyan 4, so there's no real point in doing it. Mm. You know, that's why it's part of the reason why Vegeta never did Super Saiyan 3, because he didn't see a point mm. in it. Yeah, exactly. And obviously with, with GT, one thing I will say about it is, yeah, the majority of it, when they're searching for the Black Star Dragon Balls, and you've got Kid Goku, who is even more annoying than normal Goku. And I do like Goku, but he's very annoying. But then Kid Goku's even more annoying. You get Pam, who's really annoying. You get Trunks, who's nowhere near as cool as Trunks, uh, future Trunks. So he's really annoying. And you've got that robot yeah. Gil. And you're just like, yeah. oh. And they're searching for Dragon Balls. And it's really cheesy. And I remember the music. Like, I think in Fire in the Booth, you did um, you did over Rock the Dragon. Which, yeah. which is like, the, I remember when I was a kid, when I was a lot younger, it might have been one of the reasons I like metal so much. I just remember hearing that, you know, rock the dragon. And then the guitar comes in like, little, little, little. And you're like, oh my God, this yeah. is so cool. And it's all like amping you up. And then you get GT and it's just like, what? And it's like really happy. And the world <laughs> with all my friends. We're gonna do, do, do. Yeah, exactly. But to be fair, I mean, it's more similar to the Japanese opening of Dragon Ball mm. Z, uh, which I think was Charla Hedger. Mm. Um, Rock the Dragon was the Americanized version, so yeah. we we got the hardcore one, but they always got the kind of happy go lucky um, intro. So I think GT was trying to bring it back to that. Mm. But having said that, the intro for Dragon Ball Super. Uh, the late in the later series is actually really really good, and I very much like it. So that's that's probably my second favorite intro for Dragon Ball. Oh, nice, yeah. Because with Dragon Ball as well, with 
We've heard GTFN, the Black Star Saga, that was just rubbish. The Baby Saga, I actually thought it was a bit slow in places, but I thought it was actually a really cool idea, and I, I really yeah. liked it. Towards towards the end of it, it got it got cool. Mm, and then I thought the 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 was it the Shemron Saga where all the Dragon Balls become yeah. versions of Shemron. I found that went on for quite a bit. There's a lot of like filler and nothing. I mean, the Nova Shemron yeah. stuff was actually quite cool, and then obviously Omega Shemron yeah. was cool. But one thing I, I like anime generally. Um, I, I haven't seen a huge huge amount, but I'll talk about that in a little bit but like with dragon ball z one of the things that's the biggest problem with it was there was so much filler you know especially in uh, z itself it was just like i think it's the cell saga the cell game saga and there's like about three or four flashback episodes you're like can someone just punch someone like please yeah <laughs> well um, either they punch somebody or they talk or they have no concept of time mm. at all when namek was blowing up and freezer was talking about there's one minute until the planet explodes and then there's like 20 more episodes <laughs> of one minute and so, yeah, um, Dragon Ball is very, very interesting in terms of its pacing and, and, and concepts of time. But Dragon Ball Z still for me is a classic. And even with the filler, I enjoy it because it's well written and there's, there's, um, there's gravity to it. There's real stakes involved with the characters and you actually care about the characters. And there's real character arcs. And a lot of the characters for me in Super have reached the pinnacle of the arc with Vegeta he starts off super evil and then ends up sacrificing himself to um, to try and stop Margin Boo. And then in in Super, he's kind of just there. And he's he he doesn't really have a lot more character development that was as significant as what he had in Z. And he's just kind of the weaker Goku who who gets beaten up a bit to show that the character is strong. And then Goku comes in, gets beaten up, and then works it out somehow and wins. So yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm just not really impressed by Super. Mm, yeah, I mean you're not selling it to me. I will say that much. But um, hopefully the bro. Recommend watching it. What? Recommend watching it, but it's 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 just not as good as Z. But if you want a, if you want a, a sequel, if you if you're if you're not satiated by the fact that Z is finished, then I think um, Super is a nice little filler. But if you want, in my opinion, a real um, sequel to Dragon Ball Z. It's got to be Dragon Ball Multiverse. What's that? Which is, it's a, I'm glad you asked. It's a fan made um, web comic, I guess, web manga. Uh, it's been going for a good, I think, like eight years. Oh, wow. They, and it's, it's set, it, the, the basic premise is they get different characters from the Dragon Ball universe together to fight in a tournament from different, um, from different universes. Um, so there's a universe where Cell killed everybody and became the strongest in in the in the world as a universe where boo won as a universe where freezer won as a universe where um goku and vegeta stayed fused as vegeto and what happened there and they all kind of get together in this big tournament and fight and it's really really interesting and the characters are true to form and act as they should act rather than just acting for the sake of the story mm, so incredible. i would definitely recommend it if you type in dragon ball multiverse into google you can you can read it and you will be hooked mm, definitely i mean that sounds incredible i mean one thing that i liked the most about i think raging i think tenkaichi might have done this but i know raging blast did it which was the the what if scenarios like i, I love that you know the sort of um i can't i think one of them was like quite crap and it was like what if raditz just turned good and it was just not that interesting or what if raditz did kill goku and he went on a spree but there was a couple of arcs in the the what ifs uh, of the games which are just it is really cool to explore these possibilities yeah yeah and I will say with with what you said about excuse me what you said about uh, Vegeta as well is Vegeta is my all time my favorite character arc of anyone. Um, yeah, I was thinking Darth Vader maybe, but Darth Vader's arc isn't much of an arc; it's more kind of a, a kind of sudden thing. But Vegeta, I remember like watching it, and I was like, I quite like him, but he is a dick. But then you slowly watch him over the series get more and more sort of begrudgingly okay with everyone I'll see he has um, trunks of Bulma yeah. and everyone was like wait what and then it was like he had the margin saga which I think the margin saga might be my favorite because it you get that rawness of margin Vegeta and it's like oh as you say the stakes and you're like oh fucking hell like this is intense and like Vegeta then obviously sacrifices himself and it means essentially nothing and it's like all these sort of pieces fit together it's like a huge threat and it always felt that way but then yeah it felt like they were leading up to that from the beginning mm. you know it felt planned whereas super it kind of feels like let's just do stuff <laughs> yeah 
that is the problem but um aside from uh dragon ball and what sort of other um, animes do you like i mean me for, as an example I, I haven't seen a huge amount i'm currently watching fairy tale i'm about a hundred or so episodes through that and i've seen all of full metal alchemist brotherhood which i thought was absolutely phenomenal but i didn't know if full there's metal. many others that you watch um fairy tale i read the manga and really struggled to follow it and mm. debated um, debated watching the anime there's a lot of filler a lot of filler I watch it with yeah, mate of mine and he yeah, literally yeah. takes out like he literally will watch an arc and he'll be like right let's just skip the next four episodes because there's literally yeah. nothing that's going on yeah uh, the same with Bleach actually there's way too much filler and I would not recommend Bleach I would recommend My Hero Academia that's fantastic mm. um, One Punch Man extremely good i heard about one punch man can you talk to me a little bit more about that because i me and my mate bradley were talking about it and we heard the premise and it was like yeah. you know the, i think obviously it plays on its premise but it's like oh he can literally beat anyone in one punch and you're like yeah. how can that's, that be that's, good that's the prem- that's the premise and it's one of those things where it should be three episodes long mm-hmm. but what i love about it is it's so well done and they've introduced such interesting characters that it genuinely has life and the concept by itself shouldn't work. And it's literally just a piss take of all of these popular animes because uh, the, the main character turns up and destroys anything. He can't be hurt, can't be killed. And he he just absolutely steamrolls everything. So he's just bored of it. But they've done it so well. And I would definitely recommend watching it. It's 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 really, really good. Um, like I said, My Hero Academia is probably the best sequel. Well, it's it's the new it's the new brand of, of anime, and it's really really good mm. as well. Um, One Piece is my all time favorite anime. Oh, I've never watched that. One Piece actually. That's the pirate one, isn't it? Yeah, you really should. It starts off slow. It's going to take you about forty episodes to get into it, unfortunately. But when you get into it, you are into it. Um, Naruto is pretty good, but a lot of filler, and it's extremely long and. A lot of pointless stuff, in mm. my opinion. Um, Attack on Titan. I watched. I actually, I did watch that, but I, they they lost me in series two. Actually, I think it was. Yeah. I, I was hooked to series one, and then there was just a. It's kind of the filler thing because I think the the anime, sorry, not anime, the manga. I think this happens quite a lot, unfortunately, with anime and manga. Is that the manga goes, it becomes huge. They release anime, and obviously, the anime catches up really quick. Yeah. And that's what happened yeah. with Full Metal Alchemist. That's why there's Alchemist, Full Metal Alchemist Standard, yeah. and Full Metal Alchemist well, Brotherhood. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I, I did yeah. like Attack on Titan, but I kind of, I got a bit lost. Has it improved since? as it kind of picked you know, up again funnily enough none of that is filler that's all true to the manga it's just that the manga is really it's really up its own ass <laughs> there's a lot of politics and it's it's called attack on titan but there's a lot of episodes that have the zero titans and people just standing around talking about stuff and it's and i always did wonder when it got to that part in the anime how they was going to represent it because it's super boring and all credit to them, they put it fully in the anime and it's still super boring. And it, it, <laughs> a lot of the time you're just sitting there like, can I see some Titans or can I see one of my favorite characters die now, please? Oh, you know, yeah. Anything. So Attack on Titan, it's, it's, the concept is really good. The execution is a, a bit meh, but it's worth a watch just because it's such a good concept. Uh, but yeah, my, my Hero Academia, fantastic. One Punch Man, fantastic. One Piece, fantastic. If you've got the time to really get into it, um, there's loads of other ones as well. But those those are the top, off the top of my head. Do, do you um are you one for? Because I assume obviously you read a lot of manga as well as watching yeah. quite a bit of anime. Um, do you when it comes to watching it, it's uh, potentially a hot topic. Is it dubbed or subbed for you? Oh, it's definitely subbed. Definitely oh, really? subbed. I don't, I don't want to hear. Don't want to hear any English voices at all. Dragon Ball is Dragon Ball Z is the only anime that I'll accept watching in 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 um, dubbed. Is that because Goku's he, voice is so annoying in the Japanese version compared? It really to- is. But I actually ended up watching the whole of Super subbed and got used to it. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm 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 on the fence as to whether or not I want to watch it again dubbed because there are some nuances and 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 thought processes and and conversations which translate better over when it's done in english and you can understand things a little bit better as a result but everything else is straight subbed it doesn't it it doesn't really compare if it's dubbed in my opinion is that for is that for like one piece and all of those other shows as well yeah 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 like i don't even really i don't ever want to hear any of the english voices for a lot of these characters Mm. and i have i've randomly searched on youtube some of the dubbed and it just sounds so cheesy it's just generic american actor voice yeah yeah well a lot of the uh, what i found especially when i was watching um 
fairy tale because I, I watched Full Metal Alchemist um, Brotherhood and then I watched Fairy Tale and the main character in Fairy Tale is voiced by uh, quite a big character in um, in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and then mm. I, I actually looked it up and there's like you know the guy who voices Piccolo he uh, in uh, the Dragon Ball Z he's like in loads of other things and I think quite yeah. a lot of the voice actors that do a lot of the English dubs are all in sort of the same realm there's like a hundred of them yeah. so you just keep hearing the same voice and it's like oh, yeah it, it's really frustrating as well because it, the voices are so iconic so um in one piece for instance the guy um the actor who voices piccolo also voices um um zoro and i think yamcha is one of the other characters and then krillin is another character in one piece so you've got you've got these voices that you're used to hearing on different characters and it's just very confusing <laughs> for your brain and it just doesn't it doesn't sync up it doesn't make sense and i don't like it whereas with the japanese version it's how it's meant to be mm. and i'm perfectly happy with reading it you know and i think that as english speakers we're very spoilt we expect everything to be in our in our traditional language and to be just presented to us on a plate as we under and and understandable so there's absolutely nothing wrong with consuming something as it was meant to be consumed in its original language and having to read subtitles for once like a lot of the world has to do when they when they're enjoying something in english oh i 100 percent agree i mean i do agree i'm a hypocrite because i do if um when i watch anime i do watch it um uh dubbed because i i don't i watch a bit of anime i don't watch like a huge huge amount but i'm just uh for me i'm i'm fine with subtitles like there's there's several films which some friends of mine um, just won't watch because got subtitles and that drives me mental because there's like there's a film called amelie that's a french film that's just beautiful there's a film called the raid which is one of the coolest films ever made um and that's i think it's korean and it's directed by a Welshman randomly. But um, th- there's so many cool films which are just like, what, you, you're too lazy to essentially have most of it actually visual, but you have to read a small amount and you just can't be asked. It's like, come yeah. on. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I would definitely recommend giving it a try watching it subbed. There's there's a lot of very subtle things and nuances and jokes and stuff like that and and character voices which really make the anime that you will not get in the English version. Like One Piece is flipping hilarious. And I don't believe you can get that in the English version Hmm. just because of the way the characters deliver and the voices and everything like that. So, yeah. Yeah, because I've got um, I've got two mates of mine who are, who are very very heavily into anime. They watch um, they do watch a couple of live action series, but they almost purely watch anime. And um, they're both they're the ones who got me into Full Metal and um, what was I just saying Full Metal Attack on Titan and those sort of things. Um, and what was the other thing? I was told to watch Death Note as well. Apparently, oh, I good. forgot about Death Note. Death Note is good. Yeah, yeah, no, that's quite that's one of the shorter ones because I know a lot of these animes, like obviously Naruto, Bleach, uh, Fairy Tail, Dragon Ball Z, have got hundreds of episodes. Whereas I think. Death Note is like within 60 or something and it's just like yeah yeah. and no exactly and the thing is they my friends they said because they watched Attack on Titan when it obviously first came out and there's usually a delay between the subbed and the dubbed because obviously voice actors that sort of thing and there's a lot of anime which they never do dubbing for because it has to get to a certain level of popularity for them to warrant be able to invest that kind of money to potentially get it to the masses who aren't willing to um, watch it subbed. But I remember them saying, like, when we watched Attack on Titan, there's a couple of voices and they were like, oh, God, what's that? And I was like, what's happening? I was like, Aaron's voice is so annoying in this. And I was like, yeah, "Yeah, it is pretty annoying. And he's like, no, you don't understand. In the anime, in the the subbed version, it's completely different. Like, it's not even like, oh, it's a different person sounding voice. Like, it's literally like octaves different. Everything's emphasized differently. And it's, it's what you say, obviously... Not that I didn't believe my friends, but it, it rings even more true with someone that I... Yeah, well, yeah. I think just when they dub anime, they just go for anime protagonist voice male, <laughs> anime protagonist voice female, and just get the same people for everything. And it's... it's Yeah, I just don't like it. I like to I like to stay true to how it was meant to be consumed. And um, yeah, it's, it's more fun that way for me. But, you know, each to their own. I would just recommend giving the sub to try mm. and we'll probably end up liking it more. Yeah, I mean, I'm always fine with uh, with subtitles as well. And I found that I'm a fairly quick reader. So what I do find myself doing is some of my other friends, they watch it and they say the problem is they watch it and then they just stare at the subtitles and don't see what's going on. Whereas I kind of like flick down, read it, flick back up. You know, it's it's yeah. normally, I think it does depend on the individual, but it's also how much you it kind comes of to practice. try. Yeah. The more you do it, the better you get at it. 
No, exactly, hundred percent. And also with um, thinking with sort of anime, uh, that sort of thing. Have you seen any of the the live action movies? Like, there's Dragon Ball Evolution. There's the Attack on Titan oh, movie. Yeah, let's, let's never talk about that because I haven't says... seen them because I've heard they're so atrocious. And Avatar: The Last Airbender, the the uh, version of that that's live action as well. Like, they're yeah, all just... and like Shyamalan is a very very annoying person for um for. Uh, the last airbender luckily i never watched that i did have a watch dragon ball evolution and i regret it with my entire chest it was was terrible yeah it was was a bastardization of something that i love and i i i wish itchy underwear on whomever thought it was a good idea (laughs) yeah i'm not sure if like i think it's a death note movie and there's attack on titan movie and i'm pretty certain that they're all terrible i think the general rule of these things is if there's a live action movie don't watch it yeah I think it's the same with video game movies, though, isn't it? Like, I've seen... There's the Resident Evil saga, I guess. There's about seven of them now. And they're quite hit and miss. But there's a couple of really good Resident Evil movies and a couple that aren't as good. But then there's there's so many others. Like, I haven't seen the new Tomb Raider, but there's, like, the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider films, which weren't yeah. that great. And there's a lot of... Oh, was it? I saw the Assassin's Creed movie, because I, I, I used to play Assassin's Creed quite a lot up to the third one, and then the third one completely lost me. Um, and I watched the movie of that, and it was absolutely pathetic like not as not only as a fan of assassin's creed but as a movie in itself it, it was just atrocious and you know you sometimes watch a movie and you're like how how did this even get made like some of the parts of it you're just like what did no one else watch this film before it got released and say you shouldn't have that be in i'm gonna say four words sonic the hedgehog movie oh have you seen about the whole redesigning thing with that as well yeah damn right <laughs> like how dare you in general how dare you think that do you know what i mean it's just like it to me it just seems like somebody with too much with more money than sense said hey what's popular oh this thing yeah let's make that and make some more money and nobody thought well let's have a look at the source material or let's get somebody who actually knows something about this in order to be involved in this project i mean sonic looks dumb he's got human teeth for some reason oh, it's terrifying his, his limbs are his limbs are i don't even know what's going on with that he, his legs are way too long and he's he's got human proportions for some reason and they used coolio's gangster paradise instead of green hill zone music i know it, it, it makes very you know, sense I'm, it's like, did anybody working on this film actually play any of the games? Does anybody even know what this is about? <laughs> so, of course, I'm glad they've had to redo it, and I'm glad that they've had to spend stupid money in order to do it. How dare you, in general? Or conversely, the Detective Pikachu movie was not bad. Mm, I saw that the other day, actually. I, yeah, I th- it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. It was. It was a bit. It, it was fun. I mean, I started watching it, and I was like, "This is dumb." And then halfway through it, I was like, "I'm." Um, I don't mind this. I'm enjoying it. It's it's fine. It's uh, if you don't think too hard about it, it's okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it. Of course, it's massive fan service, but it was it was pretty well done. Mm. Yeah, I think with with the Sonic the Hedgehog, for example. I mean, as soon as I saw the trailer, I was just like, um, I was like, the film. It looks like it could be okay. It's probably going to be atrocious, and I think Jim Carrey may be able to save it. But if you're making a, you know, if you're going to make a Sonic the Hedgehog film, and you have to have Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik to save the film, you're not making a right decision. And as you say, with all the things they made, like why yeah. don't they just make Sonic the Hedgehog look like he did in the games where he does actually interact with humans, like you know, Sonic Adventure Two or uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog or on the Xbox, kissed, or where he kissed a human woman for some reason. Yeah, that was a bit weird. But uh, I try not yeah. to think about that too much. But it's um. It's just like Mario, like his his proportions and things, and then Odyssey, he actually interacts with normal humans, and you're like, so he's yeah. Matt, if you think about it, if you really look at Mario and Luigi in comparison to normal humans, they are horrifying. <laughs> um, during during E3, I saw a picture of some um, some women um, standing next to, I think it was either a Luigi model or a guy in a very realistic Luigi suit, but either way, like the size of his head. In, in comparison to his body and in comparison to the two women, it was it was horrifying. He, he looked like more of a troll than than an actual kind of person. So, no, yeah. exactly, I agree. But with the Detective Pikachu thing, um, I will say I'm going to say some very minor spoilers um, for the film. Very minor. I, I'm I'm very conscious about spoilers and things. But um, if people have spoilers, just skip ahead a little bit. But it's just the one thing I will say about it is I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a, it was a good movie. Um, I think the animation of all the where they brought all the Pokemon to life, the way they look, is absolutely incredible. And I just thought when Pikachu was fighting Charizard, I was like, "This is amazing." But I was like, "Oh wait, no, this is just I want a Pokemon battle movie." And this is basically yeah. saying, "Oh yeah, here's the main tra- tra- here's the main protagonist who's the only person in any Pokemon ever." 
ever who basically isn't really into associating himself with loads of Pokemon. It's like, okay, great. It's the opposite of what I want. But like, yeah. the main spoiler bit I was just going to say is just the bit about Mewtwo. You know, where yeah. the problem is if you've seen Pokemon the first movie, which is relatively speaking, anyone our age who is going to go see Pokemon, uh, Detective Pikachu, you know that Mewtwo isn't evil. So you know that when he's on there and he's got this sort of, you know, I won't say the actual full-on spoiler of what the big reveal is, even though it's incredibly obvious. I found that once you realise that Mewtwo isn't evil, then you can unravel it kind of from there. And and it's like, but I've seen the first movie. I know Mewtwo is misunderstood. So, and they even mentioned, I think the first, they kind of vaguely mentioned that in Detective Pikachu, when they've got him, they had to capture him because he was made like 10 years prior. So it's kind of canon, but it's like, but I know Mewtwo isn't evil. So you, this whole thing where you kind of be like, oh yeah, Mewtwo's the bad guy-ish. It's like, but I, I know he's not. Like your, your own fans, the first ever Pokemon movie that you released says he's not. So what are you doing here? Yeah, um, I, I think it's I think it's a bit of both. They, the, way that they, the way that they present it to you, they're trying to subvert expectations. And I think they do quite well with that. But it's in general, it's just a fun movie. Yeah. They, they didn't take themselves too seriously. The Pokemon look great. Um, the... The protagonist I could take or leave. I, I think that I don't understand how you could be in a Pokemon world and not at least be vaguely interested in Pokemon <laughs> anyway, because they're everywhere. And more keep I think there's like eight hundred of them now, something. Yeah. I only recognize the first one fifty one. Um shout out Togepi. Um <laughs> uh, so yeah. Yeah, well, I've, in all honesty, I mean, I, I used to love Pokemon. I played, you know, red and blue, uh, well, red I had, and obviously yellow. And then I think around Diamond and Pearl, which I think is Generation 4, that was the last Pokemon game that I, I full on properly played. Like after that, it was just, I, I was getting a bit bored of the formula of just, um, this game is fun, but it's piss easy. And it was just like, I can basically catch any Pokemon. I can literally just click their attack move and I will just win every single battle bar two it's like yeah it was you fight occasionally you fight your rivals in the elite four the rest of it was just really really easy and so when i started playing more games and getting a bit more into video games and stuff then it was like hmm, could i play you know the new doom game which is like really challenges me and is like really gruesome and really you know heavy hitting or do i want to play a game which is basically just choosing to watch people fight like i haven't got i know final fantasy most of them are um sort of uh rpgs what's the, what's the term uh turn oh, i've lost it turn-based. there you go turn-based combat yeah it's like I, I like i do like some games of turn-based combat but for me as an individual i'm more of a like i will enjoy games like um like death may cry and things like that where i like most genres of games but it's like if i'm going to with final fantasy as an example i always used to look at them and go why can't i just play final fantasy like it's kingdom hearts or something like that but kingdom hearts is a great game by the way yeah they were both fantastic games i haven't I only played them a little bit. I never like fully completed them. I never owned them, unfortunately. But apparently, the I third one is that good. One and two. I haven't played three yet, and I still plan to. Um, I'm just waiting for it to get onto Nintendo Switch. Mm. I've only allowed myself a Switch because if I have other consoles, I just won't get any work. <laughs> well, I found something similar. I mean, I'm I'm actually saving for a Switch because um, I live with two of my mates, and um, he bought a Switch, and I was like, right, I'm going to buy Smash Brothers. You can play as much as you want, but please don't make me buy a Switch. Let me just play Smash on your your console. And he was, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's like thank you. So I bought uh, I bought Smash and playing that loads. But I got a PS4. I actually got it. Let me think. I was living with my girlfriend, um, ex girlfriend, um, and I was living with her and two of my other mates. And then I broke up with her, um, and then I moved in with my two mates to where I am here now. This is several years ago, and as a kind of reward for myself, and also because I'd been living with her for six months and I'd been dating her for like a year and a bit, and I was like, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to I'm going to buy a PS4, and I played it, and I just spent all my time doing it. And then yeah. once I started podcasting. And actually, you know, having a hobby again, I was like, okay, I can play PS4 a little bit. And now I've got, um, now with someone else, I've got another girlfriend. It's like, I, I really, I'm like, I'm looking at it right now. My mate's got God of War, which I haven't touched. And I've been playing the uh, the Spider-Man game that's fantastic. And it's like, every time I get like a, a free afternoon, I go, you know, I'm going to play PS4. I'm going to play a bit of Spider-Man. And it gets to it and I'm answering podcasting emails or, yeah. you know, and I just with busy bodies it's like a lot of people i know are like when you've got this passion and you've got um, a project that you want to do be it obviously with yourself music or be it some people i know are authors or i'm obviously a podcaster it's like when i always feel guilty for having fun in some ways like yeah, like yeah if i'm with someone else yeah exactly like if i'm with if I'm with my girlfriend for example that's normally when i'm you know chilled she's a teacher so she has quite a bit of uh, homework as well which is good so i we can both do work sort of separately and there's none of that sort of one of us wanting the other one too much but it's like 
when I'm with her, we chill out, watch The Office, Stranger Things, whatever, play video games. But like when I'm just by myself, I'm either doing chores or I'm like, oh, I've got five emails or oh, I could pre I could pre-write this thing that I'm going to release instead of having to do it on Tuesday. I can do it now. And you know what I mean? Like, do you find that specifically where it's like when you're by yourself and you're not sort of socializing with other people, it's almost hard to sort of to switch off in a way? Yeah, totally, totally. Um, that's why the only game I really play is Super Smash Bros. Oh, because, I love you. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm, you won't if you play me because I'm really good at it. I'm really good and as well. That's not, Who do you play? Um, well, it depends on what game. I mean, I've been playing since Melee, and I want to clarify, when Melee came out, I had no friends. So, like, I, I played it nonstop by myself, fighting level nines constantly. And so I'd say... In in the Switch one, we'll just stick with Ultimate. I mean, Ganondorf is pretty overpowered now, so I I, I quite like Ganondorf. Um, yeah. They nerfed Captain Falcon a bit. Falcon used to be one of my no, names. They've, they've, they've buffed him. Oh, they've done it. In the, have they buffed him again in one of the updates? Yeah, in the three point in the three point one point um, patch, I think. I don't think I've buffed. played 3.0, no, because I've been playing. I played it. I've got it, obviously, and I just haven't had time. I have to organise nights with my mates now where we basically just, like, every couple of months, I get, like, a mob of guys over and we all just kind of chill out, have a few drinks or whatever, and then just play Smash loads. And I'd say, if I just use three mains, I mean, Link is, Link's probably my main, I'd say. Mm. Um, oh, the new game, I really, really like Inkling. I think Inkling is, in Ultimate, is one of my new favourites as well. Um God, I, 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 it's really hard because like it's more so. There's about f- ten characters that I, I'm not very good at, but the, the rest yeah. of them I, I really like. What about what about yourself? What are your sort of a couple of your main? I'm a Toon Link main all day, all night. What was a Toon Link main? Yeah, yeah. Because I found in melee it was Young Link I liked a lot, and then Brawl I liked uh, Normal Link, and then Ultimate came out, and I keep swapping between sort of Young Link, Toon Link, and uh, Normal Link. Like I'm really, yeah. I mean, I really like the Toon Link and. I th- think tunic's got the flurry move and i think so as well is, is he i always get confused it's young link's got the flurry move link hasn't does toon link have the just standard um neutral attack he's, he's got the three hit he's got three hit. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean when you um how long have you been playing like smashing things has it been since like melee and 64 or has it been recently i've been playing since 64 nice i've got the 64 i've got an n64 but i i bought it as it I, I was playing i think brawl at the time and um i was like when Brawl came out and then I played the Wii U one and I was like, I can't have Melee, Brawl and the Wii U one and I can't not have the 64 one. So I actually, yeah. I never played 64, but I, I played Melee and stuff. But mm. I, I was really weird playing, you know, obviously starting with uh, 64, that would be fine. But where I, I backed it, it was really weird not yeah. having a, a side special. Yeah, yeah. It threw me yeah. off. I mean, 64 was the first one. So there's a lot of stuff that you don't have mm. in that game. But in terms of, in terms of Smash, I I've been to a few tournaments where I've absolutely just destroyed. Oh, you uh, the last, you'll probably be yeah, the, the last tournament I went to. I beat. I didn't. I didn't drop a single game. I beat everybody. Won it. Um, won the prize, which actually was a copy of Smash Bros. Which is really weird because I already obviously I already well, have it. Would, so. they? <laughs> if you're gonna win a tournament, yeah, well, surely. I don't think so. I also won a Link Amiibo, which is sitting behind my laptop, and I'm looking at it now, and I haven't opened it. And I don't know what I want to do with it. Uh, so, yeah, there's that too. But yeah, um, I'm 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 not lying. I'm very very good at that game. I beat relatively speaking everyone I meet. But me and my mate Reese, we're both like he, Reese is. I'm into like a little bit of everything, you know, music, podcast, movies, TV series, etc. Reese and I used to be huge gamers when we were younger and in college and things like that. And I'm, I mentioned his name Reese for any listeners of the show because he was on, he's been in a few podcasts before, including the first ever one I did. And um, we used to play video games all the time and stuff. And now he's still a huge gamer, but because I'm I'm doing podcasting now and I've got you know I've got my finger in too many pies of interests. I just do a little bit of everything, so I can't play video games as much as I'd like. But me and him still always play Smash, and me and him are pretty damn even. We beat, relatively speaking, everyone we come into contact with, but we did go to a tournament at our local um, our local pub two years ago, and we beat basically everyone there except one guy and his. Uh, you can obviously name you can give yourself a name on the uh, on the uh, the console, but we were playing. I think it was the Wii U one, and he called himself Zool Z U E L, um, and we were having a laugh at it because it just sounds so epic. Like Zool is coming for you, and he absolutely wiped the floor with me. He was Ike and. Um, I- Ike was my main and he chose Ike first and I was like oh fuck I don't really want to be Ike against Ike and then 
I did get beaten, so I'd love to play you sometime. It sounds like a lot of fun, but I'm, I'm sure you'll give me, beat me. Give me your friend code, and I'll, I'll I will play you. I've, I've played a few people, a few fans actually, mm. and um, it's not gone well for them. So, <laughs> well, I've got. I'm hoping. I'm hoping you'll put up a fight. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Because what I'm doing is, as I've got my mates switch at the moment, what I'm doing is I'm moving out with uh, my girlfriend in a couple months, and then I asked mum for some money for my birthday just to put towards a, a switch, and I'm saving as well. Um, so I'm going to be buying my own switch. I'm going to have to buy a character pass and then unlock all the characters again and spend money on Peter the Piranha because I got that free and I gave it to my mate on his console as a sort of you know you let me use your console thing so I'm going to have to do that and I'm going to have to play with my mate Reese, and I'm going to have to get really 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 good and then I'm going to have to challenge you and get my butt kicked so (laughs) I'm I'm sure if you've I I have a lot of fun with you but I imagine like my skill level because I don't practice enough has kind of plateaued like you know you talk to some people play and they don't even dodge and you're like why are you even talking to me about this and then yeah. it's like you go up like reese reese watches a lot of the youtube videos where it goes into a lot more the specifics of sort of you know the frames and like you know when they yeah. when they do updates he's always up to date with oh you know ganados nair is now you know it's it's one frame lag less or i'm terrible with the terminology as you can tell but we talk yeah. about those sort of things so he's more into that than i am that world but we're both pretty evenly skilled but okay. if you tell, tell your friend reese to play me I um i actually i actually put video occasional videos of some of my plays on my instagram so you'll, you'll see you'll see what i get up to but definitely yeah. I'll, i'd love I to do that take smash bros very seriously that's when i need to relax that's what i play yeah well i think smash bros is i mean fortunately now I think with the internet, it's going to help it a lot. But I remember when I used to play Smash and talk to people about it, most people, a lot of people had never even heard of it. And it was like, okay. And then as it's got, as I think the internet's connected a lot more like-minded people now. Obviously, Smash is like one of the flagships now of Nintendo. And it's like, it's so unlike any other game, except Sony All-Stars that completely copied it. But it was so unique. And it's like, you get all the best people fighting. And the style isn't like, you know, I like Tekken, Soul Calibur, that sort of thing. But like, with those games, unless you're really, really, really good, you can kind of button mash your way through it, but you can't with Smash. Yeah. Like, you say, it's like, if you try and button mash your way through Smash, I'm going to grab you through if the oh, edge yeah, you're gone. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's a fantastic game. And they've just introduced Ban- Banjo-Kazooie. Yes, yeah. I saw about that at E3. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really really excited about that. So yeah, it's 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 my favorite game. I think it's a fantastic game, and I'm I'm really excited to to continue playing it and destroying people. <laughs> well, I always wanted um, Rayman to be in it, which maybe he will still be in Rayman it. Rayman would be would be a really good addition, actually. Uh, it would be it'd be fantastic in it. Um, my current favorite thing at the moment to do on Smash is to enter other people's lobbies, destroy them, and then leave. <laughs> and that, and that, that's it. I, I go in. I've got the my my current profile picture is Majora's Mask, so I just appear in your lobby, beat everybody in the lobby, and then leave. Nice, nice. Do you have your name as is your name like Shadow as well? It is yeah. That makes it even so, better. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. I want to ask as well because I haven't because I've basically been not buying uh, many new characters because obviously I'm going to get my own Switch uh, soon, so I'm I don't want to spend loads of money and then have to transfer it, and I haven't created an account yet. So I want to ask with um, I assume you bought is it Joker from Persona Five? Yes, yeah. Is he any good? I've heard he plays a bit Fire Emblem me. Um, Joker is extremely good when he gets, when he gets his Arsene power up. I, I've tried him. He's not my play style. I'm just really, really good at Toon Link and that's about it. But when he first came out, I was getting absolutely wrecked, uh, for a while, but now I know how to fight him. It's mm. fine. So are you just, um, when you play people, are you purely Toon Link, even if you're playing with your mates and having fun? Or do you kind of, it's Toon Link your main for thrashing people. And then when you play with mates, you vary up a little bit. Um, sometimes I'll go random. Um, that's what I do. But. Yeah, I'm. I I can play the Pit Brothers, mm. all right. But like, if you want to beat me, if you want any chance of beating me, as long as it's anybody other than Toon Link, you might win. If it's Toon Link, it's it's really unlikely. <laughs> My mate Reese, he's um, his main is Cloud, and if I'm if I'm Fox or uh, who is it? It's Fox or um someone else whose name it's not their name is i can't actually remember who it is but there's two characters i can play him and i can beat him ham sometimes as cloud but if i'm any other character even my main link as him as cloud i'll get thrashed but if i'm link and he's any of his other mains i thrash him it's a, it's a really quite funny thing but a lot yeah, it's, it's just matchups mm. often some characters are a lot better against others yeah yeah exactly i mean he hates me playing fox because he said fox is he's so quick and so annoying if you get a combo going with a character like fox or falcon or any of the fast characters it's just like painful to watch whereas at least with like ddd or or ganon they're less 
that you can be, but they're less combo orientated. They're more just punch you three times and you've got like, you know, 70 damage. Ganon, Ganon, Bowser, uh, DDD, all all of the heavies, Mm. Donkey Kong, um, K. Rool to an extent. Oh yeah. They're they're very reads heavy. Mm. All you need is just one or two good reads and it's done. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I do love, um, I absolutely love Smash. I'm just thinking about, it. I want to play it now. But as soon as I finish this podcast, I promise I'm going to do um, food planning for the week with my girlfriend. So <laughs> I won't be doing that tonight. But um, keeping the same realm of video games and things, obviously you've got a, a Switch and things at the moment. So what have, um, what are some of your favorite video games over the last but while, really, other than Smash? <laughs> I mean, that's a really big question. I'm really sorry. Just yeah, to say, it's, basically, it's video games and just run away. But <laughs> it's pretty much Smash. But that's all I play. I actually, I don't really play games just because I, I have to. I've got too much work to do. I'm, you know, my music career is my main focus. Mm. What I do like to do is watch other people play games. So I watch a lot of Let's Plays on YouTube, mm. and that's that allows me to keep up to date with video games without having to number one spend the money on buying them and number two spend the time playing them mm. so if you want to talk about game of um not game of thrones god of war i know that game inside out but i've never touched the console i've, I've never touched the, the control in association with the game mm. you know but i've watched people play it there's lots of games that i'm really super interested in that i've watched people play on youtube but i I personally just play Smash, and that's about it. Mm. Smash is a very easy game to sort of pick up and drop. Like, for example, Fallout, um, Fallout Three. I, I loved that game, and I invested. I got like hundred percent on it. As I said, or got every achievement on the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. And the amount of hours I put in that game was. I mean, I've put most hours in Smash, but I put so many hours in that. And then someone let me Fallout Four, and I played it for a bit, but. I, it was like I get you know as of this is before I was even done dating my current girlfriend. I was like I, I having a podcast. I just do not have time. And it, yeah, it, there's, a, there's a lot of games that are very time intensive. So there's a new Pokemon game coming out on the Switch that I considered briefly, but then I'm like I don't have time to be raising Pokemon. <laughs> and it and it wants you to be on at night. It wants you to be on at day time. Blah blah blah. Um, the only other games that I've really played in the past that I really like is the Phoenix Wright series, um, Kingdom Hearts, of course. And um, I really enjoyed GTA V. I played okay. through the story and I thought that was very good. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's, do you have, um, obviously you don't have to uh, speak about them specifically, but do you have many friends that are like, you love them to pieces, but like they they have their thing. Um, Reese is a little bit like this, where it's like they have talent, they have skill, they they have a lot of potential, and all they want to do is essentially play video games, and that, that's fine. But there's that there's that part of me. There's those two parts at the same time, which is both envy and whatever the opposite of envy is. Where it's like I'm kind of envious that you get to you know play video games all the time because I'm always kind of wanting to play video games, always wanting to just sit out and do nothing all the time. But then there's that other part of me that's like, but. I feel really unfulfilled. Like if I have like if I have like three days off work, I, I normally spend a lot of it either uh, exercising, doing chores, and doing podcast stuff. And then I have like an afternoon to myself. And then after a few hours, I'm kind of like getting antsy to kind of do other work. Like I, I think yeah. I've broken myself. I'm not sure I can even actually no longer you know just fully chill out. Yeah. No. Funnily enough, a lot of the a lot of people I consider friends are super driven as well. Mm. So I think it's it's pretty inspiring more than anything else um because it just reminds me that i i have more to do to to try and achieve what it is i'm trying to achieve Hmm. well yeah i mean i've got i've got a friend of mine who's been on my podcast a couple of times called wayne and he's an author um he's released three books now he's written and completed 18 and he's just basically he's now just he's basically stockpiled them and he's um He's going to be releasing like one a year sort of thing. And he's got like, I think seven of them are in one connected universe. And then he's going to have like a whole nother universe. And then he's got these standalone stories. And it's like, he, he says that, you know, I must be so busy and that I inspire him. And I'm, and I'm like, dude, you, you're an author. Like you, you, cr- you create full on content. I'm just an idiot who talks to people more interesting than me. Like you, you blow me out of the water. And I've got another mate of mine called Alex. And he's also, I think that's all my interesting friends I have on the podcast. But it's, I am. Um, well, I mean, the glass is always green on the other side and it's always about perception you know um people can always look at what you're doing and think oh that's super interesting you know Mm. um yeah i think the human condition means that you're never satisfied with what you've got and you're always looking at what other people have got and thinking that it's better Mm. until you have it yeah it is is, it is one of those things where it's like one has to be quite introspective in a lot of ways when it comes to 
not only succeeding but also being okay with oneself because it's very easy to yeah. be envious of someone else and it's very easy to kind of either think of yourself better than everyone else or equally think that you're way worse than everyone else and it, it does take yeah. work to actually like like exercise the muscle of finding your way in amongst everyone else in a sense yeah and just being content with your lot in life and being happy with who you are as a person and trying to actively improve yourself as a person irrespective of what other people are doing and not not comparing yourself to other people that's very very difficult to do and a very difficult place to get to mentally and emotionally as well Mm, i agree um what we're getting it's getting actually quite late now and i've had an absolutely yeah. uh, fantastic time i'm um, speaking to you. you've been very gracious with your time so i do appreciate it um That's i want to know if there's um obviously you're part of uh, there's one thing we didn't really speak about which was just um a diy gang i didn't know if you want to sort of speak about that a little bit i don't know if that's just your you just wider or my it's my company it's my um it's my record label it's it's just generally my ethos do it yourself if other people are unwilling to do it for you you know mm. and so um if you want to just uh drop a few plugs find where people can uh see where yeah, people sure. can find you and then so, also give your bigger nice final words in a sense yeah so you could find me online at shadow music on all social media that's just s-h-a-o-d-o-w music um my website's diygang.co.uk shadow on spotify itunes sorry apple music they've killed off itunes <laughs> apple music uh these are whatever other streaming service oh title as well there's that one and yeah just say hello I'll, I'll say hello back in essence but that's really it just look out for my new single it's called burnout it'll be coming out in the next couple months and there'll be plenty more shows all of that good stuff so yeah i hope you've enjoyed listening to our random music and nerd chat <laughs> well thank you very much shadow it's, it's been a pleasure oh it's a pleasure's all mine dude thank you very much and that's the end of the podcast. Thanks as always for tuning in, guys. Um, as I said, make sure you go and check out all of Shadow's stuff. Um, I've included links in the description to the newest single Burnouts music video. All his stuff can be found on Spotify, and I've included a link to his site where you can get his manga, merch, information about his tours, um, all those sorts of juicy things. So be sure to go check that out. Um, coming up, um, I have got a, I've got basically, I think as I said, one podcast due to be recorded each week for the next month or so. Um, some of them may be one or two hours long, it depends, but it means obviously at least I'll have one part each week at least. Um, I have just recorded a two-parter, uh, which will be released next week, uh, well part one will be released next week, um, with a gentleman called Tony Farina. Um, he is a gentleman who's been in education for a long time and he now, for the last seven years I think it is, has only been doing online education which is a really interesting to topic um, I got in touch with him because he's friends with the guys over in comics and motion podcast um, which I'm I don't yeah, I've had on this show a little while ago, um, a few weeks back. It was Chris and Dave from Comics Emotion, and I guested on their one of their episodes for Dread, um, the 2012 one with Carl Urban. I think it's 2012. But um, yeah, so that's how I met him. Essentially, he um, heard me on that show. He hit me up and said, oh, "I'd love to come on the show if you want to chat about it." Well, it was actually more of just a sort of chat. You really caught on the show, blah blah blah, and we just kind of got chatting, and then it got to the point of saying, "Oh, by the way, you know, if you want me on the show, I'm happy to talk about education, etc., etc." And I was like, "Yeah, sure." I've actually have been wanting to speak to someone about sort of education has been changing over the years uh for a long time so he um yeah a lot of experience in that we talk about loads of other things it goes off on many tangents i had a really really cool conversation with him i think i'm gonna have uh, him on again uh, probably some point next year um to talk about more nerdy things because he's actually he does comic book and audiobook reviews and things so um very interesting guy look forward to sharing that one with you guys next week uh, the other ones i've got ones with a podcaster who is in true crime um i won't say who they are but i'm excited to speak to them they're incredibly interesting individual uh another one is going to be with someone one who i remember their name i can't really remember much about them if i'm being brutally honest and that's probably for the best just in case uh they don't record um see so yeah, i've got a few things in the pipeline i'm tempted to do another science but simple soon uh, i need to get back in touch with josh because i don't live with him anymore um so i say back in touch i see him like every week but uh, i need to uh try and get that sorted as well maybe i can go see his new flat or something i don't know uh yeah um a few things in the pipeline um i'm hoping to have other podcasters and things on um 
I've got I'm talking to a couple of them I'm hoping to get some more musicians on I've got a few authors lined up and things like that so you know and I'm going to try and do another couple of podcasts with mates of mine so they're a bit more sort of chatty and less interviewee and more just flowy conversation I mean fortunately this one with Chowdo went exactly how I wanted it to go you know the first half was primarily about him being a rapper and that sort of thing but I felt like it really flowed nicely like if I just met him in a bar or something it'd be, that's the kind of questions I would ask if, if I had his ear for an hour non-stop uh, and then obviously the second half is just two guys chatting about anime and having a laugh about it so you know i really appreciate shadow coming on and also i appreciate all you guys listening especially to the very end because uh as my friends tell me my voice does get very annoying over time so anyone willing is is now finished listening to shadow and is like no i'm gonna keep listening to whatever this mike guy's got to say if any of these people are new that is um then i, I really appreciate you guys you know listening to the end and things and um as a reminder you know uh last well, last episode was another musician uh my friend callum he's a frontman of a metalcore band uh so called placeholder I really recommend you guys check out Placeholder. They're amazing. And um, Callum was a, it was a really good chat. But, you know, Callum's one of my best friends. So, you know, I love talking to him. Uh, and then, you know, I, had a, I went to Mexico before that. And there was my first ever solo pod, uh, which is just me rambling on about nothing. It's basically this, but for like an hour. <laughs> so if you enjoy this part, then, you know, be sure. I think it's episode 67, uh, I think. So um, <laughs> go check that out, you know. Uh, I think that's pretty much it guys or I'm just going to ramble on forever so you know thanks as always for tuning in I appreciate each and every one of you listening and if you can share this on Facebook Instagram Twitter any of those things leave an iTunes review anyway it really really makes a difference for me so you know I love you all and I hope you have a great week talk to you next week